0: Welcome to the Red Bra Project Podcast, where Red Bra Moments Live. I'm Renee Baus, founder and co-creator of the Red Bra Project. Each week, my co-host Shauna and I bring new conversations from amazing women all over the globe, sharing their stories of hope, wisdom, inspiration, and power, right alongside of grit, sweat, resilience, beauty, and tears. These stories help to elevate and inspire your life, creating a positive ripple effect. Get ready to feel the energy, motivation, and self-assurance to rock your every day. We are so excited to have you join us. Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Red Bra Project. I am so happy to be with you all tonight. We are wrapping up this year's Red Bra episodes and highlights and Woman Crush Wednesday with an incredible guest. So we are so excited to introduce to you for episode number 71, Miss Janelle Taylor, who has an incredible story. She is, can we just put our hands together now? She is a teacher. So we all know how much more of an appreciation we have for our teachers this year. It should have always been there, but my goodness, you have an incredible job. Um, and there's so much to talk about. So,
1: Janelle, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you as our guest. Thank you for having me, Renee. I'm so excited to be on. So excited. Thank you. I
0: have to give a little shout out to Jennifer Myers, who was a former Red Bra guest, because she connected us, and the power of connection is so cool. It um, is. Jen is episode number 60 for those of you who go back through um, all of our episodes are listed on our YouTube page and our blog but she has an incredible story too and she reached out and connected us too. and I was like yes yes Jen like so grateful she's amazing amazing I agree I agree. So Janelle, ta- start off by telling us a little bit about where you're coming from today. Um, and then I kind of, I, I blew it a little
1: bit sharing that you're a teacher already, but share <laughs> a little bit about your about your background. Yes, yeah, so I have been an educator for over 10 years now. Uh, it is my passion. I love teaching. I love pouring back into the youth. I teach at an inner city title one school um, in Richmond, Virginia. Super, super amazing opportunity to enrich the lives of our little people who grow up to be these big people who are in charge. And it is awesome just to have my hands in it. So I'm a teacher. Um, I am also a poet. I love to write poetry. Uh, That is something that I'm working towards, maybe pushing out um, one of these good days, a book of my poetry. Um, I'm a doctoral candidate, so I'm currently working on my PhD. I will be defending this upcoming semester from Liberty University. Um, I'm super, super excited just to continue learning and giving back. Uh, I love music, very spiritual person. I love connecting with people. I love opportunities like this one we have right here. Thank you so much, Renee. And that's a little bit about me.
0: Mm, that is so awesome. First of all, a huge thank you for the work that you're doing and helping our youth, and just supporting them. And there's so much more that goes into teaching. I feel like than just following the curriculum. And I mean, you pour your heart and soul into it. And I think there's a lot of parents that realize that a lot more. So this year too, especially with the shift and having to, you know, do virtual at home and help their kids get set up. I mean, you all have big, big jobs. So what well, has yeah. it, first of all, what grade do you teach? I teach second grade. Oh, so cute. Yes. I love that age.
1: <laughs> they are still like wanting to please you with, oh, Miss Taylor. They're not like really mouthy at that age. Very innocent, beautiful age to see them growing and. The aha moment. So it's an exciting grade to teach. Oh, it's such an awesome
0: age. And the creativity and the yes. belief and yeah, yes. it's a lot. Yes. It's the a imagination. Age. Is mm-hmm. ooh. Yeah. Out of the
1: world. Did you always want to teach um, second grade? Well, at first, no. Um, I don't think you really set out some people set out with this ideal grade. Um, I really enjoyed teaching high school and it was like, I ended up substituting while I was in school and landed like a long-term sub position in high school English. And it was amazing. Uh, But I also like, once I graduated, I went into elementary education, which was my selected field. And I didn't really have a set grade. I knew that I wanted the little babies but I taught fourth grade for a little while and I had to shift to second and it was an amazing experience. So I'm very, very pleased just to, to know that you can move around and you can have something set in your mind for what you want, but there's also beauty and changing and going places that you didn't know that you go and loving it there. So, yeah. I love that insight. And that's so
0: I think that's so important. And again, referencing this year, but um, when you had the shift from fourth to second grade, was that something that you felt was coming or was it
1: unexpected? No, it happened like two weeks before the school year started. So I was already ready for my new babies. I knew the curriculum, like the back of my hand. And then I was like, Miss Taylor, we need you to teach second. And it's like, but that's a part of being a teacher. You have to be flexible, you have to adapt and make the best of it. So I didn't see it coming, but I'm happy that it did.
0: Okay, so you adjusted on the fly and took the information yeah. as that is where you were supposed to be, right?
1: Right, right.
0: Very cool. Um, so I know that a lot of our teachers have had a crazy unique year this year. Talk to us a little bit about that and, what this year has been like for you since, since March.
1: It's very different. Um, The population that we service where I teach is very different. Um, A lot of underserviced, underprivileged uh, area, but the most amazing babies. So there's no sympathy there. There's just empathy because they are awesome. And it has been a year um, that has been a lot more challenging for me in ways that, I miss their hugs, and I know they miss our hugs, and having a safe place to be, you know, they, my students look forward to school, like, for a lot of them, that is a constant, their teachers are constant, that love is there, Um, and the hardest part has been literally not being near them, this physical distancing, because I don't really want to say social, because you can still be social, you don't have be physical to be social but i i miss that physical piece and especially with the students who have educational deficits who are not in an environment where it's this is best for them they really need to be at a table at a desk with their teacher where they can you know have hands on and really show them um so there's there's a lot of challenges to name a few those are some just not being near them um everything is you know they're learning frustration but everyone's having grace it's also really beautiful to see how parents are like stepping up in some places where they haven't maybe as much and being involved and helping their students navigate and we're even teaching parents so we're not just teaching students now so it's it's a lot it's a lot but we're getting it done wow your perspective
0: is awesome it's so strong Um, And I, I'm sure that's one of the things that, that you definitely need just from a teacher, just, I mean, you guys all also rely on each other and, you know, have to talk behind the scenes to get through everything and the changes and the challenges. And I think you bring up a good point. It's the physical distance, not the social distance. And that's, that's interesting. That is good to reference it that way, because we have been saying social distancing, but thank goodness for technology, because, you know, it is really helping to fill that social void it is i mean it will never replace in person but (laughs) yes
1: yes and it's you can still make very meaningful connections and relationships just like this it's just all in whether you are going to take the time to do it or not and then call once we get off you know it's very important that students know that once they close the laptop my teacher is still there or she cares so wow so yeah, just making that effort to to make those connections despite the distance that we have physically. Yeah. And it works. It works.
0: Yeah. Um, it sounds like so much more than an eight hour job. It is so much more because you are available and you are thinking about how to reach your, your students and your children basically even more so now because you had to, I'm sure, get creative in the ways and I mean, just yeah. major shout out and kudos to all of our teachers out there that have just been yes. busting it and pivoting and rolling with the punches as, as much as this
1: year has brought. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And thanks to all the educators. We are rocking it. Okay.
0: Yes. 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 Hold on. Um, that is so cool. I love it. And so with that, though, I know that you are also spending some of your time. You said you're in your last semester before... Um, yes the big PhD and uh, so talk to us. So what made you want to continue your education on and what is what was your goal? How long ago did you start?
1: Uh, so degrees later, it was like I said that I was gonna stop at my postgraduate which was my educational specialist degree and which is technically halfway through the doctoral program. And you, you get that burnout being a teacher And trying to juggle everything and while I did well it was just like uh maybe this is just it but again experiences happen and you have these these aha moments like you know what it's time for me to journey on because I want to do this and for me it was just seeing certain things in leadership that I loved Mm -hmm. and that I didn't like so much and knowing that I could do something about it but not only did I want to do something about it I wanted to do the work to be experienced to be credible when I reached that point to say hey I belong here and this is why I'm here Um, and I think a lot of times when you see people in positions making decisions for people that they've never been in their spot it's like how do you do that effectively because you don't know but I've taught And then I want to go into leadership so that when it's time for me to go even higher, which I will, I've been there, and this is what this is what it's about. So I know what the teachers need. And I know how to to create things that will enhance educational experiences, not just for students, but for families, communities, because it takes everybody. So I just had that moment where it's like, girl, if you don't keep going, like girl, get up, just finish up and here I am. And it's almost over and it's been so worth it.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And I love, again, your perspective about, you wanted to do the work to get there. That way, when you get there, you're able to say, I was in your shoes once. And while we don't have exact stories, I can relate to you because. And that is so powerful, Janelle. I love that part of your journey. And I think it sounds listening and tell me if I'm right, but listening to you, it sounds almost like you knew basically at at first you're like, okay, this is where I'm done. I don't want to go on anymore, but you knew if you didn't listen to that voice, it would just, the days would keep adding up and eventually you would have to do it. So you may as well just go forward, right?
1: Just do it. Like, just do it. Like Nike, do it. Like, seriously, (laughs) just do it. And Even with tears in your eyes, do it. Like this journey is not beautiful as some people may want to make it seem. It's tough. But if it's something in your heart that you really wanna do, even those tough days, that passion just ignites. And it's like, I can take another step. I got this, you know? So, but I didn't wanna lay with the regret or waiting to see somebody else be the change that I wanted to see. Mm -hmm. So so it's like, let me do it. Like I got this. So Mm. just stepping Mm. out there, following the desires of your heart.
0: Mm. Such a go-getter. I love it. You are just such an inspiration to listen to. And I Mm -hmm. mean, your perspective, they say, they say, everyone says, and we all know that practice it, but mindset is everything. And, um, it can be really tough to get in a positive mindset when there's a lot of things being thrown at you—not just in your career, but personal life, financially, romantically, relationships, everything. So, when you have all of those curveballs coming at you, Janelle, what do you do to kind of get your mind right?
1: Um, I honestly, and it's something new because at first, like growth. Let me say that—just acknowledging my growth because, um. I used to sit with it in a way that it didn't help me. So I would sit with it, overthink it all, but then I shifted the perspective like, okay, what is what is happening to me and why? What should I learn from this so that number one, I do not repeat this again? Um, just seeing myself on the other side of it. And, and it's not like a denial thing, but you really have to encourage yourself in those tough moments to push through and then have that, affirmation or two, or just a list of things to be grateful for, or people who are watching you and and depending on you and encouraging you to win. And, and one thing that I really think about is my family. And it's like, if you do something wrong, that's attached to them. But if you do something right, that's attached to them too. And it's like, they have been like a huge motivation for me to just not fall and lay down. It gets tough but just to see myself on the other side, how will I feel when this is over? You know, so that's how I push through. Like I have to get this done and I look at it as being a part of the process.
0: Mm, Very good. Where do you find your affirmations or do you have like a visual list anywhere or a
1: gratitude list? I do, Um, I create them. Um, I honestly just go into like in the mornings if I don't set my intentions first, but if i don't write it out i'll refer to a page in my book that sits here on my desk and i just go back and read it to myself and i read it out loud not quietly but i read it out loud like and really you have to believe what you're saying about yourself like the positive things because of course we want to tell ourselves these negative things sometimes because it's easy or the fear of what could go wrong but just being in a habit of this could go right or i am i am important and my gifts are important and i need to show up so creating them for myself and sometimes it's like reading things on social media you might run across something that's like i like that or it resonates with you so even though social media has this little oh because sometimes you need a moment away There are some great things. If you're intentional about what you're viewing, you can mute people. You can mute things that are not good for your spirit. And I found that to be very important, but um, I create them myself just by honoring like what I'm feeling and my experiences Uh, because the moments get tough and you need those reminders.
0: Mm. I just feel like we can just keep talking to you all afternoon. I I feel (laughs) the
1: same way, Renee.
0: (laughs) You have so many just... They're simple, but they're such great, strong perspectives. And you can just tell that you apply them. You apply them when the going gets tough. And, um, you know, you said when you, you have found that speaking it out loud, speaking those affirmations out loud or those beliefs about yourself holds more power for you than just writing. Um, Is that something that you discovered in the process of doing this? Or why
1: did, why do you feel that way? Um... I think because well i don't think i know well i've written since i was little Mm -hmm. and whether it was simple poems or whatever the case may be but it was something very powerful that i felt when i read my stuff Mm -hmm. so i could send it to someone or show someone but it was something about hearing myself say what i wrote Mm -hmm. because i know what i feel writing it and I wanted other people to feel it if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um and I'm big on that. So even though I'm sitting with myself, you're always with yourself. And and your your brain and your mind can tell you all these things and you can get sidetracked. But I literally speak to myself because because sometimes somebody's not there to speak to you. And what are you gonna do? Do you need that external validation to say, hey, I can't make it through this tough spot because so-and-so can't pick up the phone. You really have to, and I've had to learn, like sometimes it's just, it's just me and me, despite how beautiful my support system is, like, let's be real. Sometimes we just really have ourselves in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, so. Hearing myself say it is is just like I feel me, like I'm speaking to to me. Whether it's the hurt person that I'm feeling right at that moment, or the person who needs a little extra love, or whatever, or push, girl, you got this. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Get up, let's let's keep it moving, and you know, just be your best friend, be your own best friend. Mm,
0: I love it, and it's it comes down to that self chatter you know it's a yeah. constant reel sometimes but i guess yeah. i mean we really do get to all choose what we tell ourselves and we are with yes. ourselves
1: all of the time. All the time and there
0: are some days that i'm like oh my god i'm annoying myself i need to stop right
1: i'm sick of me right now i yeah. have been there renee i promise
0: you a hundred percent yeah and then it's like okay get your shit together
1: reset yes. we gotta uh-uh this ain't it this right is it's too heavy. Um, uh-huh. And also, Renee, one thing that I've also realized: only take on what belongs to you. Mm-hmm. I have realized that I had used to just try to fix, be a, because I am a fixer and a nurturer. But I don't. You don't have to take on everybody's stuff. Yeah. And I would set my stuff to the side and help with everybody else's things. And and then it's like, oh, whoa, I, I have to deal with this. Yeah. Um, but. Everything doesn't belong to you, and and that's something to keep in perspective, especially when you're you have a lot going on anyway, which I do, and I'm like, I need all the peace of mind I can get. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there, I have, I've got to dive in right there because it sounds yeah. like there's definitely a learning moment. But it sounds like there was a pivotal time when you were like, okay, I've got to set Janelle stuff here, and as much as I want to love to help everybody. Was there a time, and what was that, if you don't mind sharing? And how did you, how did you get to where you are, where you can talk about it now?
1: Um, healing, and there's healing in just honestly taking the time just to learn your habits, or just sometimes you got to go back and and find the root of why you are the way that you are. Not that you're a bad bad person or it's a bad habit. Um because caring for people is not a bad habit until you start to do that more than you care for yourself. And um, I feel like this year, honestly, Renee, despite the challenges that 2020 has um, bought all of us in so many ways, I have healed a lot this year in ways that I didn't know that I needed to. And it was just, um, just being tired whether it's being tired of the heaviness that doesn't belong to you or just um, allowing yourself to be last on your list and just wanting to to take better care of myself. Mm-hmm. And that way I can take better care of the people who truly deserve my energy and effort, you know? But just, I was spreading myself too thin and it was, ex- it was mentally and physically mm-hmm. draining me. Mm-hmm. So this year, like, and it it hasn't always been that way, but I'm grateful that I'm here now and I can speak about it because it's nothing to be ashamed of. And, and I'm, I'm proud. I'm, I'm proud of that. Yeah. That's a huge, that's a huge
0: boundaries are always a huge, um, personal thing. I think that you have to accept and realize and even shift throughout your different phases of life. I mean, they're crazy and they can be really intense. And like you said, while they mean very well to help and give and do um, sometimes you just need to rein it back in and it takes stepping outside to try and look at that. And I mean, yes. listening to you talk about that is it's, it's always crap going through it. There's no two ways about it. Like it just sucks. And then you get to the other side and look back. That is a moment that's worth celebrating because you're like, man, and it's something you can remind yourself, the next hard thing you go through. Remember when I did this and I didn't think I was gonna make it through, but I did.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And you have to applaud yourself in those moments. Clap for yourself. Like don't just clap for everybody else, clap for yourself. And, and some people have no clue what you go through to, to just get things done that you do. And even when people don't understand and fully get it, you have to be comfortable and confidence saying, hey, I did this. Mm. And I'm proud of myself. So clap for yourself. Clap
0: for yourself. I love it. Yeah. We get we get really great um kind of one-liner words of wisdom from our guest. And clap for yourself is an awesome one. <laughs> you
1: have to. <laughs> yes. Seriously.
0: Oh. So what would you say to somebody who's who knows you, who looks up to you, and they don't they want to follow a similar path to your path and they just you know, obviously admire you and they just have great things to think and say about you, but they personally don't see how they could ever make it happen. They have this challenge and that challenge and all of these other things. What would you tell that person?
1: I would say you can do it. Not only can you do it, you can do it well. Not only will you be happy that you didn't give up other people, will have that same feeling about you. And and despite what it looks like, we cannot get caught into that because it gets tough sometimes. And I have gone through a lot. And I think that is the beauty in telling our stories, not being ashamed of what we've gone through because somebody is waiting to hear from you. Somebody would be appalled to say, hey, you went through that, what? But to that, that's the testimony to say, hey, and you can get through it too. And, and you can come out on the other side. But we all have a choice. We all have a choice. And just choose you and your, your highest, your best self. And whatever that best self needs, one step each day. If you can just get a little closer. Like, But you can do it. And hang in there. It's nothing too hard if it's in you to do it you're gonna be fine just do it like but things happen you know and you bounce back and and you find that you're resilient a lot more than you'll give yourself credit for but I've gone through things and here I am happy and inspired despite everything else yeah yeah that's awesome
0: awesome advice How do you push through, or not even push through, how do you work through fear?
1: Fear, um, I had a a meeting, a really brief meeting um, about a month or so ago. And I was like, I am so scared. I am so scared to do this. And because there are other little things in my belly that have just been waiting for me to give birth to. And I'm like, I'm so afraid. And the perfectionist and all, and I'm like, hold on. And the, it was a videographer and he's like, Janelle, do you realize that there's a very fine line between fear and excitement? And I'm like, okay, I, I see this. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, Renee, it is, and and you decide. So while, I, of, of course it's natural to be afraid and especially when it's something new or you're stepping outside of your comfort zone, which does you no good anyway, especially when you wanna elevate fear just a perspective like I'm I'm scared of this but you know what I'm excited I'm excited that when I get to this task I I will I will do it to the best of my ability and if it I don't I don't want to say that if it fails but if it doesn't go the way that it's planned I'll learn and then I'll come back and and do it again you know but just seeing it as something to get excited about mm-hmm. and just stepping out there knowing that you have what it takes, like who better than you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. a very scientific way of thinking about it, but that energy you feel that feeling, yes. we can tell ourselves what that is. Either that's fear, like you said, or it's excitement. Um, yeah. It's, this, you can it's feel the same feeling.
1: Exactly. But it's this, yes. that decides. So mm-hmm. self-talk is that self-talk like, it's the same thing. You don't. You can look at someone who's standing at a roller coaster, and they're like this. And you can look at that same, uh, like a person lines down who are doing the same thing. Yeah. But one may be like fearful of the ride, but somebody may be excited, like ooh, like. What it? What do you? You decide. What is that gonna be for you? So, I, I get fearful but I get excited now. I get more excited now than anything. I love it. I love it. Yes. Who
0: is, um, who is your supportive group? Like who who, do you have a core kind of, you know, who are women or men that empower you in your life?
1: My mom is my angel. I, and I can't say that enough. Um, my father as well. I am, I'm very grounded when it comes to family. My sister, my brother-in-law. I have great friends who I can lean into or lean on. Like because sometimes they have something for me, and I need to lean in. Like this, what th- I need this. And when the going gets tough, which it does, and and I get to lean in a little bit, they're there that I can lean on. Like, hey. You can rest right here, but you got something to do. So mm-hmm. take your moment and let's move forward. But I'm I'm very grateful for my support system because those tough times, that's the momentum that I get, like that extra little push. And I, sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> but I need it because they know what I have in me. So they also hold me accountable. So mm. my parents, my family, and my friends are, very very influential
0: mm, what a wonderful support group that is so awesome yes, yes. Mm, shout out to chanel support group
1: yes i love y'all
0: yes <laughs> i love it they're gonna be so excited when they watch <laughs> right 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 <laughs> see i didn't forget about you guys <laughs> yes never never no So on the Red Bra Project, we often talk about what your red bra moment is. And it's interesting because a red bra moment is basically, it's when you have the inside courage and bravery that you know you're wearing a red bra or whatever color it is, or you have that inside strength that you know you can walk in and do that hard thing, or you can do the next step. And the thing is, is with the red bra moment, they come in all different sizes. So they can be big, little, and we have many of them. But when I explain that and ask you, what is a red bra moment that comes to your mind that you're like, yeah, I felt really bad ass after I did that. And it's just
1: one of the things I'm so proud about. My red bra moment, Renee, would have to be, I was going through a horrible relationship and I was killing it doing my schoolwork. And when I tell you it was it was bad at this point, it was bad at this point. And I fought a lot of silent battles because there was a little bit of shame because people who know you, they're like, oh, she would never go through that. Or I wouldn't put up with, don't ever say what you wouldn't experience or what may or may not happen to you. But I remember feeling so heavy, Renee, but sitting in the library for those extra hours, even if at times it was to avoid, him or whatever, there was so much power that I got in knowing that despite how bad I felt, I was still showing up for myself. And I sometimes I didn't have people there to push me forward because I didn't tell them that I needed them in that way. Um, but I remember graduating with high distinction and being so damn excited when I walked in at BCU. And he sat there with that blank look on his face as if it would almost humble me to the point where I wouldn't be in that moment. And I walked in there, not only did I feel powerful, I felt like that chapter had closed because this is it. Like there is no way that I can keep going on and and be dealing with this when I step away from what I'm doing well. And I just felt like I had like a cape on at that moment, red bra and all. Um, I knew in that moment I could do anything. I could excel at anything that I put my mind to because I was in a dark place in that aspect, but the light within me still shined and pushed. And it was like, I was looking at myself like, girl, yes. Like, you did it and that was my moment like I knew at that at that time for me that I needed everything around me to be in alignment so that I could show up as my best self and in order to do it I had to start making some life-changing decisions that I was afraid to do at that time but that was my moment like girl you can do anything
0: Yeah. yeah is amazing. I yeah. pretty much I got goosebumps while you were talking about it and just the part yeah. that you said you were working through it and you were working through it on your own and you showed up for yourself even when you didn't feel like it. I mean that is massively powerful. And I mean yeah. you you share with your with your people that are close to you and your support system when you're ready, absolutely, but at that time yeah. that's what you needed and oh my goodness, look at the look at the outcome.
1: Yes. I knew then. Oh girl, you are something else. And and I I didn't want to always kind of like I felt like you shouldn't praise yourself for this, especially when you're almost around someone who wants you to dumb yourself down so that you aren't really operating in your magic. But that was that was it, honey. And I mean it set the tone for everything else afterwards.
0: Wow. Amazing. yeah. Janelle, I love how you operate in your magic and you share it. It radiates from you. And so I'm so excited to spend this time with you. And I know that there's going to be people out there that's going to hear your story and that's going to feel empowered, that's going to want to continue on trudging through the hard parts of their life right now because of your words. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. You're most welcome. Mm. And um, we'll be looking out for that, that poetry book yes. or whatever it is that's coming out or on on the horizon for the next yes. year near future. So that's exciting. Is there anything Very you want to share about that?
1: Uh, yes, I will be starting a podcast early in 2021, uh, creating a space for people to just be. And the name of my podcast will be Sweet 143. It's surrounded by I love you. It's just a place where people can feel empowered, cre- their creativity is, is able to be you know, tapped into, but just a place to just be. If you want to just listen to someone else's story and maybe it'll inspire you or whatever, but I'm super, super excited to create that space. And thank you for sharing your space with me, Renee.
0: You are so welcome. That is so creative, Suite 143.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: I'm gonna be like, knock, knock, knock. Can I come
1: in? <laughs> and see, that's that's what I'm going for. Like you think of like office buildings with doctors and Suite 200 for your uh, plastic surgery or um, allergy shots, whatever. They have office suites, but this is a suite where you can come to just to kick back for some healing or some reflection, whatever. But it's just a place just to show up, just to be raw, to be real. And I'm super, super stoked about it.
0: Ah, It sounds so good. So yes. good. We'll be looking forward to that. And I know it's incredible how many things you're juggling right now, but um, it's all very magical. And I know that Christmas vacation is going to be very nice for you soon. <laughs>
1: starting to starting we have two week break and i'm looking forward to all of it
0: (laughs) Mm, you deserve all of it (laughs) yes Yes. Yes. well we close out every one of our shows with a, a quote for our guest and the one that we chose for you tonight is don't give someone the credit for holding you back give yourself the power in continuing to move forward chris berkman And you are a shining example of that, especially with that red bra moment.
1: Thank you, Renee. That
0: is awesome, I love that. We'll send it to you. (laughs)
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for being our guest and sharing your story, Janelle. If anybody wants to reach
1: out to you, how would they find you? So they can find me on Instagram at itsnell, that is at I-T-S-N-E-L-L-E, And I will be attaching my podcast handle and Instagram page very, very soon. But that is a place where you'll be able to find me.
0: Awesome. Yay. Well, thank you so much for closing out 2020 with a beautiful story. Thank you to all of our listeners and our new friends. Please share Janelle's story with somebody that needs it in their life. Stories hold so much power, and we're so grateful for you. being here and for sharing the stories with your friends and family and even strangers who you meet that you think, oh, I actually just heard a story that could really help you right now. So come on over and follow us at The Red Bra Project on Instagram. That's where most of our activity hangs out. You can catch up with all of our episodes, theredbraproject.com. There's blog for all of our readers and there is the video on YouTube, our YouTube channel. So thank you guys all for tuning in and have a wonderful night. See ya. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending some time with us on the Red Bra Project. We are so excited you stopped by. If the story resonated with you, if you could take one second and share it with somebody who needs it in their life, we would be so grateful. Stories hold so much power. We'd love to hear from you. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Come on over and say hi to us at the Red Bra Project on Instagram. You can check the full written blog post on our website, theredbraproject.com, and every single one of our podcasts has a video to go with it over on our YouTube channel, The Red Brawl Project. So thank you again for joining us, and we will see you soon.